This is exciting because we are talking about how to save you moolah. Don't give it to the IRS. Don't just hand the money over. You know my philosophy, Joe. Don't just give it to them. I'm not going to do it. Make them come get it. This is Joe Watkins and Travis Castle coming to you with the Rental Property Hangover, our newest podcast to talk about what so many of our fans have said. Please, can you talk about property management, rental property, and the things that y'all do in real estate? We have questions. So here we are. We're here. And today we're going to talk about what are the tax advantages? Well, the only way we're here, the of only owning way, rental property. The only way this is even possible mm-hmm. that you and I are here right now. This would not be possible. Yes, without, I rent. Yes, yes, I rent. Yes, yes I rent. Property management. Anyway. Wow. So with that said, that's pretty strong. What are the tax advantages of owning rental property? What are they? I'm asking you. Okay. Well, the one that comes to mind uh, to me is in. in it's interesting how many investors I meet who don't know this. They're not investing because of this. I'm lost already. So what are the tax advantages? Depreciation. Okay. It's my favorite. It's my personal favorite. It's, 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 a, it, it's not in the public. I'm going to use a big word for you, so pay attention. Vernacular. Oh. Okay. It's not in the vernacular. So explain how depreciation helps me on my taxes. Depreciate. Well, we certainly know it's got a little thorn sticking out the side of it, the depreciation coverage. But we think of real estate as appreciating, right? I mean, for the most part, unless you're stuck in 2008 to 15, real estate appreciates, right? That's the way we like to think of it. The government has a formula where they allow you to, on your taxes, depreciate and take what amounts to a tax deduction in a nutshell, uh, for most people, there's lots. Whenever it comes to taxes, there's always the asterisk. Ask your professional. There's lots of details based on how much money you make and all this other stuff. How, simply put, how does depreciation save me on my taxes? Well, I, I'm allowed to take a deduction through a formula uh, based on the profits that I receive or the money that I receive from this rental property. So, unlike a lot of other investments, let's say I made $3,000 of cash flow on a rental property, which would normally be taxable. The calculation of depreciation on my rental property may, again, allow me to not pay taxes on that $3,000. So I'll tell you exactly how it's figured at least. Yeah, this should be. There's different depreciation schedules, but one of the primary ones, I believe, is 27 and a half years. You take the the all-in purchase price plus rehab cost your rental property, let's say it's $150,000. You divide it by 27 and a half years. What is that number? Minus, know? minus the Divided. Yes. Divi- My, well, hold on a minute. No, no, no. Let, let, let me say it. You take $150,000 a year. You divide it by 27 and a half years. That's roughly $3,200 a year. Now, that $3,200 is deducted off your income. That's not accurate at all. If you do that... Let me look at the camera. If you do it that way, you're doing it wrong. Shows over. <laughs> Shows over. You got it. You got it. That's exactly how. That's exactly how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. You've got to deduct the land value. You, you're only depreciating the actual structure. Okay. 
Well, I mean, if you're sitting, well, on, you a, just you're said sitting on a hundred thousand dollar piece of that, land, you, that's a pretty big variable you left out of your mind. Yeah, but it, you use the tax value of the land, not what you paid for the land. They, they don't care about you that. You know what, Joe? I'll take the depreciation on the properties you and I purchased together. So he's that? right. So you paid one hundred fifty thousand for the house. The land usually worth like eight or ten thousand. <laughs> oh and pretty bad neighborhood. And, you're buying <laughs> no, look at your tax. Look at your tax statement. Land's not worth much on a tax bill, and. And a reason, you know why it's not? Because they don't tax you on land. They want it to be low. So you'd appreciate, yes, the structure, not the land. Would you say I'm right? I would say that you are somewhat right. Don't, you said I was absolutely wrong. I mean, it's math. Pretty anyway. wrong. Pretty wrong. We're, we're four and a half minutes in. We did depreciation. So that's one. So it's depreciation. So that $3,200, $3, is literally deducted if you made $30,000 a year in, in income total. You made twenty seven. You just you just save the tax bill not that three yeah. thousand dollars. It's not that's a credit. Right. It's just a deduction. Yeah, so, I mean certainly. A lot so that's of, depreciation next. Yeah, I mean uh, before we move on, the, a lot of people that we have that have lived in a property, and let's say it's a higher end property, meaning it's worth you know a few hundred thousand dollars, that actually adds up to. I mean, it's a pretty significant number. Oh for yeah, a lot if of you got people. ten of them, then you got thirty thousand well, dollars being I mean, deducted. You know, so yeah, you yeah. got one or two. All right, so what, what's number two? What's your second favorite part in terms of? The tax man. Um, well, let's see. If I'm going to dinner and it's in the neighborhood of one of my rental properties, it's nice to own a rental property, by the way, in your hometown. Well, I'm getting a little uncomfortable right now. In your hometown. Oh, no. And I'm going to swing by that neighborhood, check on the yard, and then go to dinner. I'll write off that mileage. This is sketchy stuff right here. <laughs> I'm write that. You are now a business owner, Travis. And so as a rental property owner, you can deduct mileage when you did something for your property. If you um, do upgrades on the property, uh, you write off that. You write your, if it's, if it's, well, I'll take that back. If it's like a roof, you have to, have to capitalize that actually and depreciate it. But if you're doing repairs, you're, you're making repairs on the property, then you can deduct that. You can deduct uh, taxes and insurance. So the cool thing is, is just because you may not be cash flowing or your cash flow seems small, when you start adding up all the deductions you're going to be taking on this, your your tax revenue will be even less, which creates a, a, a tax savings, and tax savings are, is real money. Yeah, without question. So our fees, uh, property managers' fees, are typically tax deductible. I mean, that's your so, favorite one. So that's my favorite one, honestly. Um, it's one everybody needs to have on their line item. Beyond that, like you said, honestly, I, I can't think of too many things that you're spending money on with that rental property that aren't tax deductions. So you know, to your point, a break-even situation, or even if you're having to put a little money with a mortgage, which people kind of hate to do. You know, they always kind of want to price the rental property based on what the mortgage is. But, you know, you actually win come April 15th, or this year, July 15th, right? But you can actually, you know, you got the depreciation, might be a few, thou few thousand dollars. I have another one. Right? You might have some maintenance expenses, a couple thousand dollars. So if you break even, quote unquote, you've made money. On the tax man, I don't know. What's your What's your third and final? What's your favorite? I don't know. This is my favorite. I think it could be. I just forgot it, Travis. It's just not a very powerful. This subject matter is just taxes. I love taxes. Taxes. I love taxes. 
I, I get so much out of writing that check, don't you, at the end of the year? <laughs> I get so much out of it, sometimes I just don't write it. Oh, okay. I, I found my last one. What is it? This is a good one, actually. Yeah. What is it? You own a piece of rental property. You've had it for 15 years. You're pretty young. You bought it for $100,000. You put 20% down. You have an $80,000 mortgage, and you've paid it down now. Okay. Let's say you've, I don't know what the number would be, but let's say you paid it down to $65,000. And the property's worth two hundred now. Ooh. How about refining that property and pulling the equity out tax-free? Oh, I like that a lot. To go buy another one. <laughs> that's that my favorite. That's that word leverage that I like. Pull the equity out, guys. Tax-free. Not only that, write the interest off as well. By the way, yeah. Um, write the closing cost of the new loan off. Leverage. Leverage can get you in trouble, guys, but when done right... Don't over, don't ever over leverage, but when done right, leverage can be powerful. Well, leverage at three or four percent interest rates right now, by the way, you know, and and just a little, uh, what do you call these uh, uh, for for the public type notes here? What do they call when we were kids? The public service announcements or whatever. Refi your house if you're at five six percent interest rate right now. The other day, loan officer buddy of mine, they're refining people at two point seven five percent. Let's do one more and let's let's talk about leverage. I think we I think we covered tax. You're excited about leverage. We covered we covered the You're tax. You're excited about leverage. We covered the IRS. Find us anywhere you listen to your podcast and at yesirent.com. Thank you for listening to the Rental Property Hangover starring Joe Watkins. And his sidekick, <laughs> Ravis Castle. Oh, we know Thank that's you very not much. True. Not true. <laughs>